Riding a three-game losing streak, BYU returns home to host East Carolina. Head coach Kalani Sataki is still looking for answers, but he says it's time to stop talking about it and do it on the field. We used to be the hunter, and now we're becoming the hunted. I think we can talk about all we want, but the proof is in what we see on film. Guys know that this is a really good team coming into town. We want to get back to what we're good at and get back to our identity and then making sure that we play our brand of football. And that's on the field. Let's return back to who we are. With a good opponent in town and an opportunity to begin turning things around, Puka Nakua says he's ready and his teammates are too. Saturdays is what we live for. We train all week for the 12 Saturdays that you get on the schedule and game plan and things adjust for certain teams and stuff like that. But never do I ever feel like our guys aren't coming out flame for flame. Our guys are ready to fight. (laughs) It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Pirates on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by All Pro Capital Real Estate Investments, Les Olson IoT, your office technology partner. Also by Valhalla Fiduciary, expertise and independence in hedge funds. Brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Get double fuel points and free grocery delivery with the boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU football. Now, to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. The Cougars take the field here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. The alumni flag bearers tonight, Mike Keim, former BYU Cougar and father of offensive lineman Braden, former BYU linebacker Colby Clausen, and current NFLer, Los Angeles Charger, Michael Davis. Good to see Mike running out the flag here tonight at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Time now for tonight's Ford Keys to the Game, presented by your local Ford stores. BYU football is built. Ford proud. Riley Nelson has ID'd the Keys. Greg, the keys today are not so much schematic. I'll let the uh, coordinators and coaching staff deal with those. For me, it's far more important that BYU bring the intangibles tonight. So the first one is effort. They have to play with great effort for, uh, well, that's the first one, the effort. Second is the intensity. It's They can't just meet the bare minimum. They have to give everything that they have to this game, and it's going to require an effort like that to reverse this three-game losing streak. And then lastly is the duration. They have to play all 60 minutes. Hopefully it won't require extra that uh, that a a, a extreme effort at their best intensity for 60 minutes will be enough to get the job done here against the ECU Pirates. Thank you, Riley. Those are the keys to the game. I mentioned the alumni flag bearers that the Cougars ran out moments ago. The other flag bearers for BYU, Braden Kime, son of Mike, who I mentioned is the alumni flag bearer. Braden brought out the USA flag and Isaiah Moa with the Utah flag. BYU tonight in the white helmets. Royal jerseys and white pants. ECU in the all-whites tonight. Jerseys and pants. They go with black helmets. And the pirate skull and crossbones logo on the helmet. So uh, white jerseys, pants with black helmets for the pirates. The Cougars I mentioned there, uniform combo. The captains are now coming out to midfield for handshakes in the coin toss. Ben Bywater, Ryan Rico, Tyler Batty, and Lopini Katoa. The BYU captains... And it's Miles Berry and quarterback Colt, uh, Holton Ehlers for ECU. The referee is Edwin Lee. Let's hear from him. Edwin Lee, the referee. Okay, ready to take charge of the coin toss here. Hopefully we'll hear the referee, Mike. Just the tails, you won the toss. BYU has won the toss with a further option instead of second half. All right, so we just caught the tail end 
uh, courtesy of the referee's microphone there. But uh, BYU called tails, won the toss, deferred. And so East Carolina were receiving this end. We started the half. There you go. When he says this end, he means the south end, the end to our right. And so East Carolina to open the game with the football. And again, BYU will kick it off from left to right as we see it and you hear it from north to south here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And uh, in the games, BYU has lost. Cougars have had a tough time getting it going on the offensive end, scoring on opening possessions at least, and the opponents have been scoring on opening possessions with uh, with regularity. So BYU and ECU ready to go here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. ECU 5-3 and three out of the American Athletic Conference. And BYU sitting at 4-4, four and four, the FBS Independent. Mike Houston, head coach of the Pirates in his fourth season with the Pirates in 12th season overall. His record 19-22 and 22 with ECU, 40-99 and 99 and 47 overall. So he's one win away from his 100th as an NCAA head coach. Kalani Sitake in his seventh season, 52-33 and 33 is his record. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson up top, along with Jason Shepard. Down on the field, it's Mitchell Jurgens. Great to have you with us tonight. And we uh, also want to shout out Sean O'Neill for being one of our control board operators tonight, alongside Logan Gardner, with Corbin uh, Radford sitting this one out tonight. So BYU and ECU with the Friday night kickoff. BYU has won its last five. Friday night games or Friday games. That includes a day game against Western Michigan in the uh, Potato Bowl a few seasons back. So Fridays have been good to BYU. We'll see if the uh, good trend continues tonight. Again, the Cougs playing for a 15th consecutive home night win. Jake Oldroyd's going to kick off to Josai Hatfield for ECU. And Coach Ed Lamb telling us on the coordinator's corner this week that the team was informed that uh, Jake is basically the man again and will essentially handle all the kicking duties. The placement kicking duties for BYU barring something uh, unforeseen. So Jake's ready to get this one underway. Jake takes his run up. Boot to ball. And with the blast of the cannon, this game is underway. Ball bounces into and through the end zone. It'll be out to the 25-yard line, first and 10 for ECU. Time for BYU's defensive starting lineup, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem, Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. And the Cougs will start with Gabe Judy Lally and Caleb Hayes on the corners. Micah Harper and Talon Alfrey at safety. Chaz Ayu, Ben Bywater, and Keenan Peely at linebacker. Defensive linemen, Pepe Tanovasa, Tyler Batty, Caden Hawes, and Earl Tuioti Mariner. There you go. The first 11 for BYU on defense as we get this one underway. Ball between the hash marks. Holton Aylers in the gun. Keaton Mitchell to his left hip. Two wides to the right. Single wide left, tight end right. And here we go. First and 10 from the ECU 25. A low snap on the ground. Picked up by Aylers. He'll toss it back on kind of a broken play to Hatfield, and he'll be dropped for a major loss on the play. That'll be a loss of nine yards on first and ten. That's a TFL in a big way to get this one underway. Ben Bywater, the tackle, and that play started poorly with the ball hitting the ground on the snap. If the other team's going to give it to you, Greg, as a struggling defense, you will take it. This That uh, TFL not only sets the tone for the defense establishing a presence on the other side, but also helps this team that struggled on third down by getting the, uh, the offense and opponent behind schedule. Right off the get-go. So it's second down and 19 
for ECU. Back at the 16-yard line. Ehlers in the gun. Mitchell to his right hip. The handoff to Keaton Mitchell. Keaton squeezes through a gap and gets only a yard upfield running it left. And so a third and forever, and BYU's in good shape for a defensive three and out to get this game underway. Pepe Tanuvasa with the tackle for BYU. Pepe did a good job wrapping up the ball carrier, getting him down to the ground. The one thing I'd like to see is maybe a few more Cougars around the ball. Gang tackling is always one of the best remedies for uh, a defense that's given up a bunch of yards. Trips to the right. Tight end left. And Keaton Mitchell, the tailback, off the left tip of Holton Ehlers. It is third down and forever to go. About 17 yards. Ehlers throws in the right flat, complete to the tight end Ryan Jones. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage, and that is all. So on fourth down and 10, ECU will punt it away. It's a three and out for the Pirates on offense, and BYU with a fine defensive showing to open this game, beginning with a nine-yard loss on first and 10. So... Luke Larson, who shares the same uniform number as the quarterback Holton Ehlers. Both wear number 12. Larson's out to boot it away. 25 punts on the year. A 40-yard average right on the number. We'll see how elevation treats him tonight. So fourth down and 10 for the Pirates. Ball far hash. Larson will boot to Hobbs Nyberg. Clean punt away. Short, really short. Nyberg runs up to it and makes the catch... And a fair catch it is at the 40-yard line. Some hands swinging afterward. No flags there. Players break it up, and BYU gets a short field. A 60-yard field to work with. First and 10 for BYU from the 40-yard line. Tonight's offensive starting lineup brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto driven by you. We may see Connor Pay back at starting center, and we do. So it will be Freeland, Clark Barrington, Connor Pay, Harris Lachance, and Kingsley Suamataia. Across the offensive line, Keanu Hill, Isaac Rex, Braden Cosper, Puka Nakua, the receiving options, Jaron Hall in the shotgun with Lopini Katoa. That's your offensive group to begin this one. And the handoff to Katoa sweeping left and ends up getting a six-yard gain out of what appeared to be maybe just two or three. Nice run by Peeney to keep the legs churning and set up a second and four for BYU. Well, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But, boy, if you're BYU, if you're Coach Sitake, the first play for the defense is a tackle for loss, and the first play for the offense is a handoff for six yards. Those are sights that have not been often seen in recent weeks. Trips to the right and tight end left. Puka motions. They don't give on fly sweep. They give instead to Lopini. Lopini gets to the secondary with a first down and more. He gets into ECU territory. At the 46-yard line, move the stick. So two good plays for BYU in offense, and both on handoffs to Lopini Katoa. No Chris Brooks available for BYU tonight. One of the things in preparation for this game, as we heard from the ECU personnel, the, both media and staff, was they were worried about BYU's size up front. Their defensive line only go 254, 275, and 265 across the front, and that's been very evident in these first two plays, which have both been handoffs. Now to Pistol. Double wide receiver stacks to the left and the right. Katoa is the tailback. The handoff to Pini. Pini's got good blocking in front of him, and that's another strong run. That'll be four to the right side between hash mark and numbers as BYU goes left to right as we see it, and you hear it early in this game from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Cougars take their time getting back to the line. Cosper. And Hill, wide receivers to the right with Mason Wake as a wingback right. The single wide to the left side is Puka Nakua. He's manned up on that left side. They go pistol with Katoa behind Hall. Jaron 
Hands off Lopini. Heavy run for BYU early. Lopini is thrown to the ground at the 41-yard line from the 42. So just a gain of one, setting up a third down and five. So the early momentum gained. BYU looks to maintain on this third down and five from the ECU 41. It's BYU's first third down attempt of the evening. Have to get to the 36-yard line to move the sticks. And this is four-down territory for Aaron Rodgers. Most definitely is four-down territory. Uh, A punt really... You know, doesn't do you much good, especially if it rolls out of the back of the end zone. So you've got two plays here to gain five. Miles Davis checks in as the tailback with Jaron Hall going under center. Tight formation, double tight to the right. Two wide receivers, wide side, left side. The field side for Hall. They're going to motion from left to right in the Kua. They'll go straight back, handoff to Davis. Davis looked to have a gap, then he's swallowed up after only a gain of a couple. So a fourth and three coming up for BYU at the 39-yard line of ECU. And the offense stays on the field. I think last week, too, there were a couple of situations in which BYU punted that uh, were kind of atypical for BYU normally, and they may have said, you know what, let's kind of ride with what got us to this point philosophically as they'll check out Davis, check in Katoa. BYU facing a fourth down and three from the ECU 39. So an early momentum play for BYU here. As ECU will sub out, the ball is held to allow the Pirates to change. Fourth down and three from the Pirate 39. The ball between the hash marks and Jaron Hall in shotgun. Blitz from his right. Settles in a clean pocket. Goes deep for Keanu Hill. And Keanu Hill is interfered with. And that is a gift for BYU. As Keanu Hill, as he crossed the goal line, was looking the ball into his hands. He was dragged down from behind by a pre-Washington. The flag flies for pass interference. And BYU will get 15 yards and a first down after a fourth and three deep shot. Here comes the call from referee Edwin Lee. As, as they do a quick huddle, Greg, it was apparent that Washington's been taught. Pass interference number 22, defense. That penalty's declined. Personal foul, roughing the passer. Oh. Number 11, defense. 15-yard penalty, an automatic first down. So either way, BYU's getting 15 yards and a first down there. I was just going to say that in regards to the pass interference, Keanu Hill had him beat. Jaron had laid out a perfect ball, and uh, he'd been taught that, listen, we'll take 15 yards pass interference over a touchdown any day because that was surefire touchdown had Washington not grab Keanu around his neck and drug him down. So the fourth and three go for it results in a penalty flag and a 15-yard chain mover. And so from the 24-yard line of ECU, BYU first and 10, Cougars looking for an opening drive score. Here against East Carolina, 9.24 to play in the opening quarter. 0-0, Cougs and Pirates. Under center is Hill uh, Hall with Katoa as the tailback. Jaron Hall turns and hands off to Peeney. Peeney is undercut after a run between the tackles of three to the 21-yard line. Second down, seven. Greg, a couple plays ago you mentioned that Pukunakua was one-on-one uh, up top. As a, as a lone wide receiver, and it was very stark to see no safety help in the middle of the field. There are safeties there for ECU, but they play them very low. Your typical defense has their safeties lined up somewhere around 10 to 12 yards. ECU is playing theirs at 8 yards to the line of scrimmage as a maximum. Often they're closer around 6. Shotgun snap to Jaron. Jaron hands off Miles Davis. Oh, Davis's ankle tackled. Otherwise, he was headed for the pylon. And it's limited to a short gain on the second and seven, a gain of about three. It'll be third down and four, and again, four down territory for BYU. Third down and four at the ECU 21. The Cougs go with Temple. They hurry up to the line, trips to the right, and a play fake. Stepping back in the pocket is Hall. Jaron throws incomplete. It was over the head of Puka Nakua. He threw it away. So a throwaway there, setting up a fourth down and five. So 
Offense Good stays on the field. Oh, they're going to bring in Oldroyd. Is Oldroyd's already run out, and they're going to. He's on the hash. Yeah, they're going to let him. He Jake Oldroyd ran out and then stopped to say, "Wait, am I not supposed to be out here? Where are my boys?" And then he looked back, and then the rest of the kicking team joined him. So BYU will settle for the field goal try here. I said it was four down territory. Not the case. They're going to take the three here, and a chance for BYU's first field goal try in the month of October. All right, the drought ends. This will be a 36-yard field goal attempt from the right hash. For Oldroyd, the high snap placed down by Rico. The kick is up, and it's through for three. And Jake Oldroyd puts BYU on the board with 8.23 to play in quarter number one. BYU three and ECU no score, so the Cougars' first field goal attempt in the month of October is a successful one. And the Cougs open on top here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. We'll take our first time out of the night. 8.23 to go in quarter number one. BYU three, ECU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. My stats intern, Ty Witt, telling me that uh, the three and out that BYU forced against ECU defensively to open the game, that's the first defensive three and out to open the game since the, uh, the UCF game. Uh, the USF game. First game of the season. To, to open the season, yeah. BYU took that defensive three and out and then took the ensuing drive 41 yards downfield on nine plays and 421 off the clock for a 36-yard Jake Oldroyd field goal. And that's our pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah pork producers like Smithfield Foods take pride in good practices that produce safe, and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice all season long for delicious and nutritious pork recipes. Visit pork.org. BYU 3 and ECU 0 is our score almost halfway through quarter number 1. So BYU has scored first in the Kalani Sitake era. BYU 31-8, and eight, including a 17-4 and four record at home when the Cougs do score first. And when the Cougs score in their first possession, as they have here tonight, the Cougs are 28-5 on an eight-game win streak, 17-3 here at home. Jake Oldroyd kickoff, and this one will soar through the end zone for another touchback. It'll be ECU first and 10 on the 25-yard line. That ball had a little extra lift because some weight's been lifted off of Jake's shoulders, putting the ball through the uprights there, I think. That was a good field goal followed by a really strong kickoff. Yeah, the Cougs have had a rough go on uh, making field goals in that uh, 30 to 40-yard range. In fact, their, their last... In fact, all five of their misses this year were between 33 and 38 yards. That was a good 36-yarder for Jake. All right, Holton Aylers, the ECU quarterback. In the gun. Two wides to his left. Play fake. He goes back shoulder near sideline. Nice catch made by Isaiah Winstead with his back to the sideline. Hauls it in at the 43-yard line. An 18-yard gain. Isaiah Winstead with his first catch. And he is the Pirates' leading receiver with now his 60th grab of the year. Averaging 14 yards a grab. Three touchdowns. And that was... Out to the 43, an 18-yard reception. Ball near hash. Pirates go right to left as we see it, and you hear it. Keaton Mitchell off the right hip of Holton Aylers. Hands off to Mitchell. Mitchell's got room to the right. Blocker on the edge. Gets to the edge. It's an 11-yard run forced out by Micah Harper after an 11-yard gain. Another stick mover. 
And Ch a flag down? Yeah, no, no. Chaz Ayu got juked on that last play. Tried to get up uh -oh. after he got juked. Yeah, and couldn't. He's limping on and his left lower leg. And now being helped off the field. And so already down Peyton Wilgar and down Max Tooley. And now the new starter, Chaz Ayu, goes off the field early. And so the Cougars are testing their linebacker depth. And they may bring George Udo in to be a linebacker. They will. So Peely, Bywater, and Udo now at linebacker with Ayu out of the game early. So, to the 46-yard line of BYU, two quick stick movers for the Pirates. Holton Ehlers takes a chest-high snap, looks to his left flat, goes back to the right incomplete. Bouncing off the hands of the intended receiver, C.J. Johnson. Holton uh, Johnson's down, and he's wow. holding his right and leg. Much like Chaz Ayu, that was non-contact. Normally, the turf... Timeout for Oh, injury. my goodness. And that, that would be a massive loss for ECU. C.J. Johnson, the second leading receiver for the Pirates, goes down. He's got it 657 receiving yards on 40 catches. He's the intended receiver and goes down holding his right leg in a timeout on the field. So two players leave the field on back-to-back -back snaps. Ayu for BYU defensively. And now C.J. Johnson for ECU offensively. That would be a significant loss. For this potent pirate team driving on BYU early, it's BYU 3, ECU 0, with 7.35 to go in the opening quarter. It'll be second and 10 pirates at the BYU 46 after this break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Almost exactly halfway through quarter number one, 7.35 to go in the opening stanza. BYU 3, ECU no score. BYU scoring on its opening possession for the first time in four games. The previous three all losses were INT punt and punt. Before the timeout, C.J. Johnson went down for ECU, but uh, Mitchell Juergens reporting uh, after Johnson runs off the field that he may not be done for the night. What do you see, Mitch? Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Um, you know, you fear those non-contact injuries, but on that play, Gabe Judy Lala, he had stepped on his calf, so it could be some sort of calf contusion, but fully expect him to come back in the game and, and keep playing for ECU. Thank you, Mitch. Holton Aylers in the shotgun with Keaton Mitchell to his right hip. They'll go four wides here. Just to piggyback on Mitch's uh, update, ECU didn't even raise the medical tent, so uh, I think Mitch is right on. We, we'll see him back in the game shortly. Not in the game currently, but did run off the field. So 10 personnel for the Pirates on 2nd and 10 from the BYU 46. Ball far hash. Ehlers claps the hand. Hands off to Mitchell. Mitchell gets around George Udell. And slaloms his way to the near sideline for a first down gain. Second and 10 is his second 11-yard run. And he is both patient and, at the same time, explosive. One of the things that's happened since the injury to Chaz Ayu is Pepe Tonavasu, who had his hand on the ground during the first series, has now become stand-up. And we saw BYU 4-3 on the last. Now it's 3-4 with Tonavasu as the fourth backer and Udo as the other outside linebacker. So we see three down linemen for BYU with ECU driving down to the 37-yard line of the Cougs. First down and 10. The scoreboard shows second and 10. It's first and 10. Empty for Ehlers. Ehlers throws far side. Clean catch made on the boundary for an easy five-yard reception to Isaiah Winstead. We look to see when C.J. Johnson will re-enter the game, presuming he will for ECU. But he left after being stepped on. Hasn't returned. Oh, no, there he is. He's out there. So C.J. Johnson will set up in the slot left with Josiah Hatfield. Winstead to the right. Tailback and a wingback with a power formation strength left. 
Shotgun snap, Ehlers. Ehlers hands off Mitchell. Mitchell gets second level, 20-15, 5 Touchdown, ECU just that quickly. Keaton Mitchell has been the offensive star for ECU early. And he gets in the end zone from well out to make it 6-3 with a PAT pending. Absolutely untouched, Greg. And I don't. We, we just mentioned how they had gone to the 3-5 uh, setup. I don't know where the outside linebacker was to the short side of the field. But uh, once Mitchell broke through the initial line of scrimmage untouched, it was basically a foot, foot race between him and the safety, which he won to uh, complete the entire rush without uh, contact from a BYU player. A 31-yard race to the end zone. Mitchell, 4 for 53 and a score early. The PAT is good from Andrew Conrad. Now, Conrad's the one that makes the PATs. Uh, Owen Daffer is the one who misses them. He's 20 for 25. Conrad's now 9 for 9. The PAT good. It's ECU 7, BYU 3. 6.29 to play in the opening quarter. We're taking another timeout. That was a 75-yard ECU touchdown drive. Six plays, 154 off the clock. The final play is that 31-yard Keaton Mitchell touchdown run. Pirates 7, BYU 3. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football is brought to you in part by All Pro Capital. All Pro Capital, put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Jason Shepard checking his social media moments ago. He finds his hero, Andy Reid, in the stands. He's all of our hero, but, you know, for a Chiefs fan like Jason, Andy Reid you know, occupies a certain level of that, uh, of that hero worship stratosphere. And Andy Reid is in his seat enjoying the game at the, uh, at the east side 39-yard line, a few yards off the uh, BYU team area. So Andy in some Cougar garb enjoying the game tonight. Chiefs on a bye this weekend. Also on a bye, the L.A. Chargers allowing Mike Davis to run the flag out to open the game for BYU, the alumni flag. All right, as we come back in, it is 7-3. ECU leading BYU, 6.29 to go in the opening quarter. Keaton Mitchell off to a strong start. 13 yards a tote on four carries so far for the Pirates' leading rusher. He goes in from 31 to make it 7-3 after the PAT. And now kicking off will be Owen Daffer. Daffer, just uh, 14 touchbacks on 48 kickoffs. Coming into this game. Back to receive for BYU, Hobbs Nyberg. He has two diagonal upbacks. Talmadge Gunther and Lopini Katoa. Daffer gives it a ride. And again, not too many touchbacks on the year by percentage, but the elevation helping him out. It gets into and through the end zone. First and 10 come the Cougs from their own 25-yard line. Jaron Hall, 0 for 1, throwing it so far. Lopini Katoa, now 353 career rushing attempts going past J.J. DeLuigi for 15th place on the BYU career rushing attempt tally. All right, 25-yard line for the Cougs. They go far hash. And left to right from our vantage point. As dusk settles over Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Off the right hip of Jaron Hall is Lopini Katoa. Trips to the left, single wide right. Jaron on a three-step. Hops on his feet and goes deep for low for Puka Nakua. Nakua is tied up with the defensive back. And Nakua hit the deck as there was inadvertent contact between the DB and wide receiver. The ball falls incomplete on a deep shot down the right side. Julius Wood was the defensive back running with Puka. And they got tangled up. And then Wood did stay running and stayed upright and had a shot as he turned around for the ball. But it does drop incomplete. It'll be second and 10 Cougs at their own 25-yard line. 
So Jaron opens up 0 for 2 throwing it. BYU 26 yards to ECU's 76 at the current juncture. Pistol, Katoa behind Hall. Strength right, they motion Katoa from right to left. The handoff, Peeney. Peeney can't find his way free of the grasp of Pirate defenders between the tackles, and it'll be a minimal gain. A yard is all. Third down and nine for BYU. The Cougs have faced just one, uh, bigger pardon, two third downs, 0 for 2 on third. They have gone for one fourth down and got it on a penalty. Holland shotgun. Peeney left hip. Trips to the left, including a tight end, Isaac Rex. So Rex, Cosper, and Nakua to the left. And the single wide right is Keanu Hill. No Cody Epps, no Gunnar Romney available at wide receiver tonight. Third down nine at the BYU 26. Snap to Jaron on a five-step. Pressure comes in. Hit him as he throws. He goes deep for Nakua and contact no call. It was just inadvertent again as Hall takes a hard hit. No flag for roughing the passer, but he was hit right as he released it. Took a hard shot in the chest, and it'll be incomplete down the middle. And fourth and nine, a three and out for BYU on offense. That was great timing by number 11. uh, Jeremy Lewis. Jeremy Lewis in two ways. One, to trigger on the delayed blitz, and two, to make sure he hit Jaron uh, so, you know, that the timing was good, that it wasn't too far after he'd released the ball. Really good execution on the third down blitz by the ECU defense. Diagonal snap to Ryan Rico, who just blasts this one. It's caught at the 17-yard line by Malik Fleming. Fleming racing to the near side, turns the corner. 30, 35, 40 on his feet, 45 shoved out of bounds by Ryan Rico, the uh, ECU team area exploding. They wanted a flag on Rico, thought they hit him just a little bit late on the boundary. Either way, it's a big return, about a 30-yard return out to the 45, and ECU has first down and 10. We'll stay right here with it, 524 to go in the opening quarter. It's the Pirates 7, the Cougars 3, and ECU looks to expand its lead. And some conversation with the officiating crew just about what happened on the boundary. As Fleming went out of bounds, he took a hit from Rico and Morgan Piper. And you could argue that it came with the returner out of bounds. Either way, no flag. And from the 46, it's ECU first down and 10. 55-yard punt and then a 28-yard return by Fleming. In the shotgun is Ehlers. Marlin gun is the tailback to his left hip as Mitchell gets a rest. The handoff goes to gun and gun, number 21, gets a gain of one to the 47. Second and nine, Gabe Summers gets the stop for BYU. Summers out there with Atunaisa Mahe on the interior of the line. John Nelson also on the D-line with Alden Tofa. So the Cougars showing four down right now. The three backers are Peely and Bywater and Udo once again. Ehlers in the gun. Second and nine from the ECU 47-yard line. Ball near hash. The hand clap and the snap. Chest high. Throws underneath, complete to Winstead. Winstead put his hands down to keep his balance and lost a little ground in the process. Minimizes the gain to about six. So a third down and three coming up from second and nine to third and three. The ball into BYU territory at the 46-yard line. So make it just two. Third and long two for ECU. Had Winstead stayed upright, he's got a first down. Yeah, simply caught the ball and headed upfield. Instead, he uh, lost his footing a little bit and did the Cougar defense a little bit of a favor, setting up a third down. We'll see if the Pirates think this is four-down territory with some early momentum. Third down and two at the BYU 46. Ehlers in the gun. They go empty. Trips to the right. Two wides left. Claps the hands and receives again a chest-high snap and throws wide open. Oh, he dropped it. He dropped it. Marlon Gunn had the first down easy first down. He drops a wide open pass. 
and ECU is going to punt yes, it away. Yes, and on the punt unit, which I find a very interesting wow. decision, given the fact that both on third and fourth down, they had the conversion for the taking, simply just had you know lapses in execution and judgment. Yeah, this is a conservative call here to punt. So the punt, and so what you have to do is pin here. If, if BYU ends up at the 20-yard line, you've kind of blown the series with momentum. Yeah, 21-yard net punt. Oh, sorry, 26-yard net punt. So line of scrimmage, the 46. The punter, Luke Larson, awaits at his 39. Receives the snap. Takes something off it. He did his job. And the catch made by BYU's Hobbs Nyberg at the 8. So it'll be the punt and pin situation executed successfully. BYU facing a 92-yard field. But yeah, a a third and two, a wide open play to gun. A drop pass kills the drive for ECU. And instead of going for it on fourth and two, punt and pin is the call. If the defense does its job, it may pay off for the Pirates, but they were certainly uh, clipping along. But for that drop by gun, that's a that's a brutal play for ECU, which was moving smartly upfield. I think it signals a state of mind that they feel like, look, it's going to be a long game. Their offense is going to get other chances, and they're, they're, they feel strongly their offense will capitalize on those future chances. No sense of desperation from the coaching staff from ECU. Miles Davis, the tailback in pistol formation with Jaron Hall. Going up to his center, making his play call change. Wake is the wing back left, wides to either side. Tight end right is Rex. They show blitz, they run into it, do the Cougars with Davis, and no gain on the play. Miles Davis stopped in his tracks by Chance Bates, and no chance for Davis to get upfield. Second down and 10 on the run stuff by ECU. Eh, they give him maybe a half yard. They'll call it second long nine now for BYU. 3.34 to play in the opening quarter. 7-3, Pirates lead the Cougs. BYU scoring a field goal on its opening possession. That followed an ECU 3-and-out to begin the game. ECU's next drive went 75 for the score. They empty it for Jaron Hall. Trips left, twins right from the 9-yard line. Second and 9 for BYU. A swing screen to the right. Puka gets out of the first would-be tackler. Second hauls him down at the 15-yard line. It'll set up a third down and 3. So third and three from the 15 for BYU. We get under three minutes to go in quarter number one. Pirates leading it by four. I think it's evident here that ECU probably has a speed advantage in the offense versus defense matchup. Uh, but what you can see when Puka gets the ball, who is definitely BYU's fastest and quickest ball carrier, that uh, quickly he, he stands out even against this very fast pursuing East Carolina defense. They shift out of trips right to go twins either way. And hauling the gun on this third down and three. A pump. And underneath, Makua makes the catch. And moving from right to left across the field, makes the catch outside the left side numbers and has a first down after a gain of five on third down and three. So the Kooks convert on third down for the first time tonight. BYU now one for four on third downs. And from the 20-yard line, first and ten Kooks. They've moved the sticks for the first time in this series. Cosper and Hill setting up wide right. Chase Roberts will join them to create trips to the right side. And four receiving options to that side with Isaac Rex. So 11 personnel and no receiving options on the left side. The handoff, Davis goes left side. A stiff arm to get to the boundary. Stays in bounds after getting to the line to gain. It's a 15-yard run for Miles Davis, and the Kooks move the chains again. Nice job on the sideline by Davis. Very physical running. One of the things that was interesting, you said it's true they had all of, uh, well, the three wide receivers and the one tight end, but they also had Davis to the right side, so all eligible. Let's see if they can catch him with 12 men because I don't think BYU substituted. Yeah, nice. And so there will be... Oh, timeout. Bailed him out. So timeout taken was... 
Well, they're, yeah, they're, they, they, they initially signaled BYU a cause, and it's incorrect. It's an ECU timeout taken with them having some substitution issues. So timeout for the Pirates with 1.37 to play. We'll stay right here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It's 7-3 ECU with a four-point lead. ECU calling that timeout on defense. BYU football is presented in part by Built Bar. Timeout. East Carolina, their first of the half. 30 seconds. Bill Bars introduced a canoe cougar tail puff inspired by our very own 16-inch maple bar served at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And the best part about the built cougar tail puff is that you support the BYU football program when you buy one. BYU trailing by four early. Third meeting between these two teams. The last meeting was at ECU back in October of 2017. It was the final game of BYU's seven-game losing streak at the time. ECU 33, BYU 17 was that night's final. Last game in Provo was the only other time they've met in Provo, and that was back in uh, October of 2015. BYU on that one, 45-38. to 38. All right, the offense back out on the field. Miles Davis remains the tailback, right hip of Jaron Hall, who's in shotgun. Two receiving options, left and right. Ball far hash, BYU left to right here in the first quarter. Shotgun snap at the belt, option pitch. To Davis, Davis tackled after a gain of two yards upfield to the right side. Julius Wood laid the wood on Miles Davis, and that was a quick option toss because they were in on Hall quickly. Uh, they've taken every opportunity they can to lay a helmet or shoulder pad, hit and make Jaron feel as uncomfortable as possible, both in the rush and the pass game. 38-yard line for BYU now, second down and eight from the 38, 108 to go in quarter number one. Pirates leading at 7-3. Jaron Hall, 2 of 5 for 11 yards. He's in the gun with Lopini Katoa now back in the game. Katoa releases as the pass goes right to Mason Wake. Wake with a half hurdle for a gain of 5 for 3rd and 3 for BYU. Game clock down to 45. The Cougs will have to run at least one more play here in the opening quarter. ECU subs, three in, three out on defense. The Pirates in white jerseys, white pants, black helmets with the purple skull and crossbones logo. BYU white helmets, royal jerseys, white pants. They go empty. Jaron Hall in the gun, trips left, twins right. 24 seconds on the game clock, 14 on the play clock. Third down and three from the BYU 43. Ja- and Jaron is sacked as a flag flies. The ball is loose. And recovered by ECU, the signal is pirate football and a flag right as that ball was snapped. Offside's defense, though. And it'll be offside defense if indeed it is. That'll wipe it out and move the sticks for BYU. So too early in. Was that the reason that Jaron was sacked so quickly? No, the sack actually came from the other side. It happened, uh, the offsides happened on the near side. The sack came from offside. the far side. Number 11, defense. Five-yard penalty results in a first down. Well, as well as things are going for ECU early... They dropped on third down, an easy first down, and they take away a third down sack by being offside when the Cougs were about to give it away on a third down and three sack. So ECU has uh, blown a couple chances to kind of hammer home the early momentum in their favor. And the first quarter clock down to five seconds. Jaron Hall's under center. Three, two, one. Snap doesn't get off. Quarter is over. We're taking a break. ECU 7, BYU 3 after 15 minutes on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.